Hey guys, um, this is Father Dupes here. Uh, we're here with uh, episode 16 of the Tobacco Pipe. Um, we took a week off there because we had a little uh, corona scare, but it can't get through this uh, impenetrable temple of a body I got. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, dude, that, that was scary, though. I mean, that was, I was very nervous just because of that test and everybody acts like that thing's a fucking breeze oh all they do is shove something up your nose okay let me shove it up your nose see how that fucking Dude, feels. you're gonna hate me because i thought it was easy as fuck really <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean no it it's a very weird awkward feeling i'll say that but i don't think it hurt you can go ahead and introduce our yeah. guest and we said we wanted to start uh bringing more people on um we got a special guest today, Luke Deplaga, my littlest brother, uh, <laughs> manager of Generations, the old G-Spot. Uh, how we doing? Good. Just uh, keeping the G-Spot nice and uh, wet. And... <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. So we're, we're rolling. It's Starting hard. off hot, dude. <laughs> dude, so how, how is it, though? Like, how, how long have you been doing that now, like, taking over that role? So uh, we're at, I'm actually going on next week, July 6th. I remember it was the date, the date I just started training as a manager. Okay. Right before I went to All-Star football camp. Just kind of, like, just popped on real quick. And I, wa- I wasn't expecting probably until fall, my dad told me. And then just uh, a couple managers left, like John joined the union, and one other manager found another job. And just ever since then, I kind of just like went from there and just fucking I'm learning every up. day. Yeah, stepping up, man. Is it? Do you s- get a lot more stress doing that? Like, do you stress out at all knowing that you're the the big dog in charge now? Yeah, no matter what, you know, like every day you're going in there, and you're just like. Um, Say this person thought their steak wasn't medium rare, but you cut into it when it's back. And they get, you just got to deal with it, and the customer's always right, and you just know every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, we, we touched on that in the latest Juice Box episode with Braxton, basically saying, like, you're not going to please everybody. Like, you literally know somebody's going to come in and just decide to bitch about anything, and that's another fucking giant problem that we have right now in america is that literally everybody thinks that they need to be catered to and it's it's just it's getting old this shit is getting old quick though it was like don't get me wrong like what luke was saying like the customer is always right but it doesn't mean it's easy to always like go along with it like you know yeah like, like especially like sometimes um a lot of people know me as if I get mad at you, I'm gonna tell you how I feel. But like when I'm at the G spot, generations, I just, I just, you, sometimes I just gotta smile and walk away and just kill everybody with kindness and just deal with it. No, it's, yeah. it's true. And I, I used to have to go through the same thing when I was at Enterprise. I yeah. mean, it, it's like you, you can, you can do the best you can to de-escalate a situation but sometimes you just know that regardless what you say you can look at a person and already be like this motherfucker is going to complain about anything oh yeah i talk about I, I dude i feel like there was not like talking shit on anyone but like no talk that I feel shit. like i remember there was definitely like there was like people you knew that were like repeat complainers and like it definitely. was just like oh here we go definitely Let's see what's wrong this time. Yeah, my, when my, you know it's right. My favorite kind of people are the ones that you know you'll they'll come out and their plates like gone 
are halfway gone and they bitch about the food. It's like motherfucker, you ate it. <laughs> you you could have you could have taken one bite and then said something in a polite way, but you're gonna eat the whole goddamn thing and be like, "That's gross. I want my money back." I it's like welcome to the restaurant life. <laughs> I mean, it's just something you gotta deal with. I mean. Really, you you got to keep people happy. You have to. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's what's weird. And um, I don't know. It, it's just it's odd right now. I talked about it on Sunday that I, all of this negativity is really starting to wear on me mm-hmm. mentally, like energy wise. It, it's it's kind of it's kind of getting to a point where, like I touched on. There's causes that people are fighting for that are right. I, you know, there are certain things that do need to change. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, people think that the way to correct it is just to completely eliminate the past. And how do you teach somebody where you started from to where we are now if you just pretend it never happened? Yeah. I, I kind of really feel like... It's getting a lot worse before it's getting good big time. Um, like, I was I was on Instagram earlier and I saw like a video of them just like ripping down the monu- monuments and statues and stuff. And I understand you don't you don't agree with like some of the Confederate stuff and whatnot. And I I'm, I'm don't agree with the ideal of the Confederacy, but I also don't agree with you ripping down statues of just like heritage. It's just like part of the history and i mean yeah and we, i don't we, know we should be taught to look at these monuments and be like you see this fucking idiot he's an asshole you don't want to be like this guy yeah but if you just pluck him out and act like he was never there it's i i this is my personal opinion i don't think it's ever going to correct anything if we pretend like this stuff didn't happen and i'm not sitting here condoning any of it i know all of it was terrible from slavery to the laws to just everything under the sun. We get it. it, it it's bad, but I, I don't know. I just feel like – and it's not everybody, though. There are some people, like the peaceful protests and all that stuff, that's what's going to work. Yeah. It, it's not just looting and vandalizing everything. Yeah, like this morning I saw in Portland, Oregon, it was uh, just a statue of a elk. I think it was a wooden elk. So they caught it on fire, and they I, I don't know the backstory, but I'm pretty sure an elk didn't run a plantation. Didn't, <laughs> didn't make anyone do anything, wor- do any work on a farm. Yeah. Didn't bull- like hurt anyone, yeah. hit anyone, kill anyone. That elk could have yeah. fed an entire community. Yeah. Dude, I, I, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Light bulb. They, they might have put that elk up to be like, you see this elk? This is the reason why we survived back in the 1800s. But was Oregon even uh, discovered? I don't, I, I don't, I don't think know. so. I'm so bad. If it, wa- if it was, like, there was, like, barely anyone there. but um, Except elk. Except yeah, elk. except for elk. <laughs> that elk was out there just fa- finding the country fucking... Creating colonies out west, and wow, I, f- I feel like everything going on. Like, what's the fucking point of that? Uh, I just feel like a lot of people are just taking all this stuff going on as an excuse to be an asshole. Yeah, and it it, it just makes no sense to me. Well, and the whole fucking occupation in Seattle, I like I said it before, but I'm like so against it. Especially like after last time we talked about it, I didn't re- know this part of it. 
but now that I know this part of it, I want to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I was told that the people running that are literally making shopkeepers and small business owners in that area pay a ransom to not be fucking looted and, like, give them money out of their earnings and stuff. Like, do you understand how hypocritical that is for the change you're trying to make? Like, well, and, you know, they create this community, this safe space, quote-unquote, where no money's going to be needed and all this stuff. And then I think multiple people died in that thing. Yeah. yeah. So the, re- yeah. the reason why they did it is because pro- police brutality and how they kill, you know, innocent people, and here they are, like you just said, hypocritical as fuck, killing people themselves. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's and, all a power. And thing. they can't blame the mayor. They can't blame um, the president. They got to blame the governor. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying left, right, but let's, right or wrong. I mean, left is pretty bad right now. And for sure, yeah, in my opinion, if our president would have sent people in there like the National Guard with rubber bullets, they would have shot back live bullets. And so I was telling everybody. Don't get mad at me, but it's honest. If they were going to shoot live bullets, our National Guard would have had every right to have a murder scene and shoot them back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they're just protecting themselves. Absolutely. And and that's, you know, I just keep thinking that whole situation, I I think we talked about it. I thought of Waco the whole time. Yes. Exactly. I really have a hard time envisioning it ending good. Like, it's just, I don't know, with everything that's happening out there, like, it's... It's like just screaming, like asking for something violent to happen. Um, well, and it's sad because the the big issue is everybody knows the problem, but everybody participates in the problem. When are we going to realize that politics are the are, is what destroys this entire yeah. country? I, I mean, I've said it time and time again. You're already having to choose a left side or a right side, regardless of what you choose, I don't care because I don't believe in just believing in one set of ideologies and never opening up your mind to anything else. And then if you're a person that says, well, you know, I agree with this person saying on one side and I agree with this person saying on the other side, then you're just labeled as like a crazy person. I myself definitely consider myself a mixture of left and right. Like I, I agree with certain things on both sides and I'm, and honestly, I, think you're better off that way because you're not you, you make a lot more friends than enemies um and uh, two i think a big disconnect <laughs> is age gaps literally a age gaps like you have the old people that are no offense to you guys the 20s and 30s are destroying the world you think i think so like like our our, our age you mean your guys is around your age from the the ones that just got out of college and the ones that are like 40 years old that are still young, going out, still trying to live that young life and are struggling money-wise and want to live in these big cities and realize small towns where they hated are the right place to be because it's more affordable, are destroying the world, trying to saying they support these heavy taxes, but if they really lived in a small town, they would love it because they would be more making more money. Yeah. They just don't understand life in general. That's interesting. That is true. I, I agree. I never thought of it I like d- that. I I had already thought that, but I also thought, like, it keeps going down, like, yeah. from us down. It, it, uh, if you understand. No, I, I like, age it, It's just, it's weird because, you know, the all the older people, they grew up on back in the days whenever they were born, whatever on TV was 100% accurate. 
And and they're still watching these programs where you know they're literally feeding us bullshit. And then you have our younger generation who is sitting here being like, listen, just because they're saying this doesn't mean it's true. But I I never I actually never thought of it like how you just put it, because it, it, it is true. You do have a lot of those people that are trying to move away and move to these big cities and, and all that stuff. And it, it, it seems like small towns. And where's the main problem? In the big cities. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially sanctuary cities. True. I, I definitely, I, def- <clears throat> I think it took me too long to realize I'm going to be a lot happier just, like, not trying to fucking go to some big place, do these big things, like, I'm completely fucking fine with chilling here. Absolutely. I mean, I, I want to, but, I, like, I want to travel. I want to see different things, but I don't have to go, like, live in these places, I guess you could say. Well, and, and that's that's what sucks, and I'm hoping it starts swinging the other way. And that's, like, one of the reasons, like, that I love doing this, because we can talk about it. If if you want to do something like we're doing right now, it seems like the only option is to move to a big city if you want to blow up your brand. But at the same right. time, I don't understand why you go to you go to big cities and like uh, I'll give you like a like a a city that you go to travel to. But there's still a ton of young population, um, a lot of a lot of money in this city, Miami. You go to Miami, yeah. you realize how much money there is in the world. But you go to downtown Miami. There's not tons of businesses. They're skyscrapers. Going downhill. Their skyscrapers are condos of a bunch of bunch of young kids that want to live there. Realize you can't afford it. You can't afford it at all. And um, fuck, I just totally forget what I was gonna put. It's <laughs> all right. On. Hey, it happens. But, uh, it happens. But uh, but you, uh, fuck, I gotta think about that one. But uh, I literally do that every I episode. Do <laughs> but, uh, but you go to these big cities and you. Just, you just realize if you would just invest. This is this is, I got it. You're gonna invest if you would invest what you would invest into like Miami. See how much money is down there, and invest how you can make money down there into your small town. It just be so much oh, more yeah. balanced. Absolutely. You can, there's so much money in this world that you can make. It's everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah. I I, I hear agree. you. And and the, it's it is weird too that the Midwest I feel like doesn't really because like you have the New York East Coast you got the California West Coast you know hopefully a lot of those people after seeing living on top of each other thinking of pandemics or diseases or whatever yeah. it may be hopefully people start trickling in towards the Midwest so we can make a balanced society like you just said so people don't feel the need that they have to move thousands of miles away to chase their dream and that they can do it from their own homes i like i I don't like living on top of each other like that i I think like those cities and stuff are awesome to visit and see but i could never live there um like i went and visited new york a while back and like it was like it was sweet it was like a culture shock just seeing how it is there like it's literally concrete steel jungle like it's nuts but we're we're in uh, my buddy's sister's apartment at night trying to sleep, and like it literally never shuts the fuck up there. And I, dude, it, I bet it's so bright too. Yeah, it's bright nonstop. You're hearing cars, sirens, right out your window. It's nuts. Yeah, like I would, like John knows when I was coming out of uh, high school, I was struggling senior year, and we can we can get on to stories about senior year. <laughs> Whatever you want, they're baby. hilarious, but. Uh, <laughs> 
I just gave up on school and I was like, I need to get out of here. I want to get out of Wheeling. I was yelling at, like yeah. I told my parents I need to get out of here. So we wanted to get to Oakland for a Raider game. And yep. so me and my dad and my mom took the opportunity. We were going to go to Oakland and fly to Vegas to tour UNLV because I knew I wanted to do some of the restaurant or hospitality and hotels. Uh-huh. And so we go on this trip and I'm loving it. We go see the Raider game, blah, blah, blah. We stay in San Francisco, Sanctuary City, dirty. You want to shower when you walk out of the hotel. No matter How's what. the homeless? The homeless, that's the problem. You go to these the sanctuary cities and think homelessness is the reality, but it's not. Yeah. You're, they, they just think it's, they can sleep right there in the corner and that's totally okay. And they just stare at you and uh, practically. 80% of the people are homeless out there in San Francisco. They wouldn't, they'll tell you That's that nuts. tons it's of people weird. are leaving. So we go to Vegas, and I tour the college, and I'm accepted on spot, and uh, we love Vegas. I go on the strip. I'm like, wow, I'm about to be living in Vegas, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Raiders are building a stadium. Like, Fuck yeah. Just walking around Caesars Palace. and So we get home. I'm about to click on my application, like, accept. And then I sit down with my dad, and I was like, listen, I just want to work in the restaurant. And, like, I'll work, and I'll work, and I'll work. And he's like, I'm totally okay with that. And you just make money. You save money. And look at me now. I bought my own car. Um, a sick car. Making my payments. Have. And I'm saving money. And yeah. I'm just living like an, I'm living like an adult, but I'm still having fun. Absolutely. In my hometown. I can go to Vegas. I can go to Raider games because I'm working so hard and saving so much money. Amen. I don't need to go to college and waste a bunch of – it was be astronomical debt. You know oh yeah, I mean? and and you would as I am, and ev- a lot of people, you probably would pay that off for like twenty years. Yeah, like and now it, I can afford to go out to like a Raider home opener. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. I I I feel like it's like a big misconception that like you can't you can't like enjoy going places unless like you live there. I don't know, or like fully experience them. Yeah, and I just think that's false. Um, and I don't know, I am like a homebody and normally I'd get like homesick going places, but that might have something to do with me not wanting to go live somewhere. But I mean, at the same time, I a hundred percent agree with what Luke's saying. Like I'd much rather like have my home base where I know like I'm good. I know I'm going to have my income and still be able to do whatever I want. Um, basically when I want it is like a great feeling to especially because like living around here isn't very expensive um it's a great feeling to like know you have enough money to pay all your bills and whatnot and then you yeah you can go go to football games somewhere go go on vacation this beach and honestly like if you want to spend an extra week month there you probably could yeah and uh, I'm I'm with you and I, I look at it as two a lot of the people that bitch about living in their – I won't even say wheeling. Let's just say living in a small town regardless where it's at. A lot of people that bitch don't, re, don't pay bills yet. They're still yeah. – they're, they're still um, whether they're in school or whatever, they don't do anything like that. I challenge you, and, it, and if you succeed, by all means, that's great. But I challenge anybody that's bitching all the time because I used to do it too. I mean, I, I'm just as guilty as anybody else – but go move somewhere else and live and try to pay for your stuff in a big city. I'll see you in 20 years. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Maybe 10. Well, I'll actually probably see you in less than a year because you'll be running back home I, with your tail between your legs. Uh, yeah, and there's, there's no better feeling. Like, of course, 
a lot of people do live paycheck to paycheck. I do have yeah. a little extra money yeah. and all that, but you know, it's a great feeling to pay for things. You yeah. pay for your truck. You pay for your forerunner. You pay for a house. You pay for this. Knowing that I don't have to rely on anybody to get bills paid is a good feeling. Right. Go out there, get a job, work at home, and then if you make enough money and you want to venture out, do it. But don't sit here and bash where you came from right. when you're not even paying a cell phone right. bill yet. Exactly. I got a lot of friends like what you're saying and uh I just smile when they say they want to get out of wheeling for a couple of years, go experience the world. When I just sit here, I pay for my own gas. I don't have to get, hey, mom, can I have a $20 bill to go to dinner? Exactly. I'm going on my own <laughs> like, already. Exactly. That's my thing, too. Like, And honestly, I probably shouldn't have said, like, see you last year because some people do go out and make it and good for them. But, um, like, that's the other thing. People think, like, you can't experience the world staying in a small place. Like you can experience whatever the hell you want. I know, I know people I work with. They, I guarantee the one guy's been to at least triple the amount of countries and just different destinations, Europe, Asia, and everything, more than anyone I know. And he's never lived outside of Wheeling. He spends, he spent months in uh, what it, what's it called? It starts with a C. It's over in. Uh, like Croatia. 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 Yeah, he spent months there just like, because, I mean, you make plenty of money uh, just doing little town things. I don't, like, I don't know how to put it in the words. No, but I, like, I, I I get what you're trying to say. Like, you, like with my, like, people think, like, my job, it's a labor job. You're not going to make enough money to fucking go do what you want when you want and you make more money being uh apprentice labor than being a bank teller off a business degree. yeah facts facts yeah and th- i mean this guy i'm talking about he's in my union i mean he literally has done whatever he's wanted to but i i i want to pull the conspiracy theorist out of me because i was talking to my dad last night isn't it odd that all of these new coronavirus cases are coming just out of Myrtle Beach. Why? I think it's because well, it's a let tourist me, Let me start here. My best friend, I just drove to the airport, all right? Yeah. He flew home from Myrtle Beach for a couple of days, and um, he works in two restaurants down there. And I was down there, and that's John. I was down there when there was everything, just, the government was shutting everything yeah, down. They were yeah, worried yeah, I wasn't yeah, going to yeah. make it home. And, I, and he goes to Coastal Carolina. And when the president shut down the United States... I was at college bars of hundreds of people in there and just drinking. In Myrtle Beach, we got a WTRF and WTOV9 news covering it more than Myrtle Beach news down in their own city because they're saying all these people are getting it from Myrtle Beach. But my buddy works in two restaurants down there, one that's still doing takeout and one that's still dine-in that's open has a bar life to 2 in the morning, kind of like Generations. And what he has told me is that if you're in Myrtle Beach and you own the restaurant or your chain owns a restaurant, it is up to you. There is no health restrictions. It's up to them if they want you to wear a mask. It's up to them if, the, if you go in this, in this shopping place in Tanger Outlets, you have to wear a mask in there. But that store, you might not have to wear a mask. Which how, is how it should be, in my opinion. Yeah. You, should, so, you should give people a choice. So, in my opinion, it's not as bad as I th- as they're saying, as they're saying it yeah. is, but we're so I'm. I just think this fact is weird. If it really is coming out of Myrtle Beach, which is in South Carolina, if that's where they're saying all of these new cases are coming from, it's just odd to me that 
the sister brother company of that um, place in Wuhan is located in South Carolina, where that outbreak supposedly came from China. Their other company is in South Carolina. Did not know that. So it's just very, (laughs) very weird that now all of a sudden it's coming out of South Carolina. It's like you hate to fucking say this, but it's kind of like it's it's being put out there. Yeah, no, I hear you. I I mean, I mean, I just want it. I want to say I had the coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying that in the beginning, like, just give it to me. Well, when I got my rash, my big rash all over my skin, they said they had no idea what it was. And then I asked Brady about it. His dad got the same thing and somebody else got the same thing. And they said, now that's something that the coronavirus can do. I heard it can fuck with your toes and everything like that. What the fuck is going on? I I got a buddy down in Tennessee that I know from the guy from Myrtle Beach, and he has it. Him him and his girlfriend have it. And he's FaceTiming my girlfriend's best friend last night, and he's drinking beer. And he he was laughing because he he was like, you know what's funny? I got the coronavirus. I feel totally fine. It's just I can't taste anything. I can't taste this beer. That's the only thing that's affecting him. And it's it's, it's odd how it literally – can dive it could dive into all three of us and affect all of us differently which is so weird it definitely does hit everyone different like some people it's absolutely nothing you got the taste um my one friend that just had it felt absolutely terrible like so i mean i think it varies for sure and um I've been saying it lately. I really think it's just gonna like be around now. I feel I feel like it's gonna turn into like another flu or something. Um, we'll I don't have know. To live with it, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I, I, I do feel bad. I do, I do feel bad for families of people that have had, um, you know, family members pass from it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm right. not being disrespectful and everything in that sense. But it's just, it's just weird. To, to think that, you know, I could get it and it could put me down and my dad could get it and he could wipe it out in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I, I just I, I find I find that fact very, very odd that all of a sudden it's coming out of South Carolina when it's matched Fuck with all that virus. JT would say. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, what about Epstein's chick? Got caught Dude, yesterday. I've been waiting for her to get arrested because ever seen that documentary, she's literally just as much, if not more, guilty than he was. And <laughs> now here's the deal: if she dies when she gets murdered, yeah, when she gets murdered, are, not if are they dead? If what all of a mean? sudden she dies, are they really dead? People <laughs> with that much money, you really yeah. think they're gonna? kill themselves or get hung i mean like really think about it if all i don't think they're killing themselves because even when they are in jail they're living fucking good yeah he was he was in a private holding cell all by himself the guards were disappeared the cameras got turned off and it, it is weird. If if she's dead, in air quotes, they're not fucking dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Like, uh, uh, like you're you're gonna tell me that we we know he didn't. They're on their island, exactly. Yeah, that's where they are. And dude, the the guy has been working with the most powerful people in the world forever. Yeah, and, yeah, and and he's dead. It Get wouldn't surprise me if they just like got out some. Like I'm. It wouldn't surprise me if someone murdered them, and it wouldn't surprise me if, like, it's just a fake death. 
Because there's, re- I mean, there's reasons for both. Like the people can murder them to cover their own asses, and I mean, they're just so fucking rich. I mean, they, I mean, it's really is crazy. I really feel like money. Like you got money, you can do anything. Well, it, it it's it's the green privilege, dude. Yeah. It literally is. And they had 15 bank accounts that they found. They were transferring 20 million dollars back and forth at a time. I mean, some of these, excuse me, some of That's these nuts, bank dude. accounts had so much money in them, and she was just hiding in New Hampshire. I've honestly haven't seen any of it, but I really do. I, like, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I haven't seen any of it. That well, documentary is wild. Well, it, it'll it'll blow it'll gross you out because it it is like the what they did. It's fucked up. It's fucked up, and she is just as much as blame as him. It was like those two. They had their seven little disciples, and then it was like it it was a pyramid scheme she, of pedophilia. Yeah, she literally was his wingman, like 100%. literally wing woman, like literally. She would go, like, recruit these little girls and, like, literally just say, like, they'd be working for him on the island. She'd literally just go to him and just be like, hey, I need you to do this to Je- Jeffrey or Jared. What? Jeff Jeffrey. Jared. Jared from Subway. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I wonder, like, if he had, like, a militia, like, protecting him out there and, like, our powerful politicians at the time, and you know, like, they knew. So, like. They would go. They would go. They were there. There was some of them that, like, they were 100 percent on the island. They in the documentary, it's that like the people that worked there said they didn't partake, but like they could be getting paid off to say that. Who knows? Bill Clinton still denies ever being there. On the flight log, he was there 26 times. They have somebody yeah. in the documentary say he was like a gardener, pool guy, or something. He was like, no, Bill Clinton was there all the time. He's like, I saw him all the time, and yeah. he still denies to this day that he wasn't there. He was just getting head. Yeah, <laughs> it, but but that's what I don't understand about Epstein. Like. He he like lied and she he I, I can't remember he like faked his transcripts to get that first job or something and then yeah. all of a sudden he got the next job and then he was best friends with Larry Wexner who owns Victoria's Secret and all that and lived in somewhere on his property and supposedly what? sucked him off for like forty five million dollars and then Larry Wexner's like yeah Jeffrey Epstein did Larry Wexner's <laughs> like. <laughs> And he's just like, oh, yeah, he's like, that guy stole this money from me. It's like, no, dude, it's okay to just say you wanted a little sucky-sucky. I really, honestly, I still don't even realize, like, what was Jeffrey Epstein's profession? Like, was he an investor, like, Wall Street guy? To to my knowledge, which I don't have a lot of, but to my knowledge, (laughs) he was... You and me both. (laughs) He was a guy, he was like uh, an investment manager or whatever, where he would like take money and like um you know i I don't know put it in other places i I don't think it was stocks but it was like an investment portfolio guy and he worked with the biggest people you can think of and the guy who gets the worst rap prince harry yep no andrew prince andrew he gets drugged through the mud i actually feel bad for him because for some reason okay i don't feel bad for him he did terrible things but to just decide to just take it out on this dude i I mean it's like what the fuck i know and and there's pictures with like trump with them at points like yeah the biggest people that you can possibly think of knew that this was going on and i i mean yeah whatever i'm naive i didn't realize human trafficking was that big of a thing but that is fucking human trafficking and we all know they had a percentage in the money for sure 
I Mo- mean, to have those bank accounts. Money with, hangs around money. Yeah. To have those bank accounts. It prints every day, boys. It yeah. prints every day. <laughs> like 20 million back and forth. Could you imagine just being able to call up your, hey, dude, I need you to transfer 25 mil real quick to this bank. It's account. like 100 bucks to them. <laughs> dude, it's not. It's, it's literally maybe like $1,000 to them, but like, dude, that's crazy. I can't imagine having that much money. Like, I want to see the dude's island first off. Uh, the, I remember the one girl, uh, I forget her name, but she, was she like the masseuse and, um, the one that painted the picture. I don't remember, but like, she, I think she was like a masseuse or something. And like, this is like, told me his, his wife was just completely fucked up. He like, she was talking about Prince Andrew, I think. And like the wife just walks up to her and just like, Hey, I need you to do to him what you do to Jeffrey. Yes. <laughs> so it, it it was that lady that. So at the end, there's this picture that one of the survivors that they call him painted, and it's of all of the people that were um, supposedly involved with everything that was going on. And even I saw KFC Radio talked about it. A bunch of people were talking about it. That it's weird. Because when they paint, when she painted the picture, Epstein was just so far off to the right. Like, it, like you'd think if he was the main one, he'd be yeah. dab smack in the middle. And it was actually that woman that they just caught that was the center of it all. I really think she was like a top dog. I really do. Part of me thinks that it was kind of her idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say maybe it was her operation. Is as Jeffrey Epstein was the the money. Money, he, he, yeah, I mean, he's the reason it could happen because I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know if this was ever confirmed, but I feel like those people would give them money for getting them the the young girls. Yeah, I I, I don't know if they ever confirmed that, but I I feel like that happened. I don't see how, like, I I, I feel I don't know, and that's why I feel like the videos were so big. Supposedly, he had cameras everywhere, all over the place, so he has videos of these girls doing things to these people. That's that's how I kind of think, like, maybe he was like, listen, motherfucker, I got you on video now. Yeah. So you're going to have to pay me. We can be buddy buddies, but if you don't want that video to be released, you better give me yeah. some of your money right now. I don't see why LC would be doing that. And I don't see how he'd be that rich without doing that. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Literally ran a sex mafia. And yeah. The, the, the sad part is, is like. I'm not naive enough to think that that shit still doesn't go on today. Just because they caught Epstein in that It's going lane. on right now. Yeah, I definitely. Know. Right now. And, and, and they, they pinned it on him, and he is a terrible person. I mean, I get it, but it's like, you know, all those people that were involved, they're still alive. You, they're, you know, they're still trying to they're get what they whatever they want. Exactly. And uh, who's to say they're still not, they didn't find, like, another friend doing the same thing? Like helping them out, doing the same thing with them, really. Yeah. I mean, it's gross. It's, it's crazy. But um, what are we going to do without football? Cry. I'm actually happy you brought it up. I don't think we're having sports. I don't think there's a shot in hell that we're having any sports. Like, what yeah. are we going to do on the weekends? I know. And 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 I think. And it goes to like, like bars and restaurants. You got Sunday crowd. I mean, no, it, I mean, it's true. And for me. It hasn't been that bad because I don't watch basketball that much until the finals, hockey. But I think it'll really – and I do say I don't miss sports, and I will stand by that right now. 
But I feel like if football gets it's going to hit when football's not around. I, yeah, I, that's yeah. how I feel. Football is a football is America. Uh, yeah. Football runs this yeah. country. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I mean, people don't think that yeah. you're an idiot. They own Sundays. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is, man. Well, yeah. I've said it a million times. Not having football is going to be a- astronomically not good money wise. You're going to see colleges shut down. Yeah. You're see. Colleges have to take two-year breaks, not have programs, and you got like you got like the Bowling Greens of the world that play a high state, and high state pays them four million dollars just for one game, and that four million dollars gets yeah. their soccer, baseball, basketball through the seasons. Yeah, see, and that's stuff that people don't think about. No, and it's true. And but going back to what you said. When it comes to restaurants and things like that, mm-hmm. gambling, casinos, yes. yep. Sundays, even Saturdays, you could say, because college football, you know, a lot of money is made for a lot of these small businesses yeah. on those days during football season. Yes. And they're not yeah. going to get that income. I know. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've said it a million times, like, it's more than just the like the fans in the, in the stadium paying for stuff. I mean... And like, even if like they still do play, and um, like no one can go, I f- I just feel like they're just not going to be making enough money, like to where, like, are they going to start doing like pay per view or something like that? I mean, I I feel like I don't want that to happen, but I feel like how are they going to be able to make make the money and pay employees and players and stuff without doing it? Like, I'm a guy that goes, like, four or five games a year at High State. Yeah. We take a road trip every year. Our road trip this year is Oregon. In Oregon, staying in Portland, driving two hours to the game in Eugene. And we do it, like, but there's probably around 20 to 25 of us if everybody goes. Mm-hmm. And um, we're still planning on the go- going. And I was planning on flying to Vegas, waiting that whole week, and going to the Raider home opener with my dad. He was going to meet me out there, and whoever else in the family wanted to do it. Yeah. I was and, um, thinking about it. Here's my suggestion. Why doesn't Oregon in Ohio State, if Ohio can have the game, because Oregon's saying they're not having sports through September, and that game's September 11th. Shout out the 9-11. Respect our heroes. Shout them out. But, um. Why doesn't High State just switch the years? They come to High State, yeah. holds 100,000. If they say 50% capacity, 50,000 of us can get in there, then we'll still tailgate. I'll still be there, whatever. Next year we'll go to Oregon. Why can't like, why can't we flip-flop schedules? I, I Because mm, at High I State, you, you got these big schools, High State, Alabama, Oregon, USC. They're going to play if they can play. They got the money to play. Yeah. Well, and it, it, it it's just it's weird because – you know, America right now is focusing on the new positive cases. Yeah. They're not focusing on the hospitalizations. And I I hate that I have to keep fucking saying this, but I'm not disrespecting family members and stuff that have passed from the coronavirus. I know it's serious, but I have to say it because I'm not trying to get canceled, and I don't want you to dig up tweets that I may or may not have tweeted (laughs) in 2012, and you try to fucking cancel this giant fucking media booming company that we are fucking creating right now in this very moment. Amen. I literally lost... Oh, okay, so... it. I feel like you should give people the opportunity to choose if they want to go to the games because if the the colleges are willing to play the events 
you should let people go. And if they want to wear a mask, great. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't, great. That's on them. We have our tickets. This is the a t- free country. We right? have our tickets. It's just the matter of they got to say some fans can go and like, our tickets come from the alumni season ticket holders. They're, we have our tickets, and why not? We're going to spend money. I mean, we're going either way. We're, yeah. we're doing the trip. Yeah. But um, it's why. Help money. Well, I you just said it. This isn't a free country anymore. I hate no. to, I no, hate to no, break it to How about the NFL? It's not. They I have, was just trying to be a smart Before ass. every game now, there's a black anthem that just came out. Just on my phone. Before what? every game in the NFL, now there's going to be a black anthem. What? What's? Are they going to do both? Yeah, they're going to do ba- both the national anthem and the black anthem. But what? What I is guess the, the black difference? Anthem? The black anthem says, "Lift every voice and sing." Also known as the black anthem, will be played before the Star Spangled Banner prior to each NFL game during Week One. I don't know. We maybe we should let me look up the lift every voice and sing, and we'll hear it. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it, but like, I just I don't. I hate to say this because I get it. That, like, everybody's life does matter, but black people have been through it. So that's why we are protesting these black life, lives matter stuff. But, all, like, why are we changing everything? I, 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 yeah. don't, I don't understand it. And if I'm naive, I'm sorry if I sound super disrespectful. I'm not trying to be. I just personally don't get it. And if somebody educated me on the matter then maybe I would change yeah. my opinion. Yeah. But for right now where we sit in small-ass Wheeling, West Virginia, I personally don't think that changing everything and eliminating everything is going to fix anything. No, I I, I think it's going to – it's like making – it might be getting rid of some divides, but it's creating other divides doing that stuff. And, like, I know, like – the way I might say this stuff might sound bad, but like it's hard. I feel like uh, yeah, the tiptoe. Yeah, and anyone that knows me, and that's all I care about. Like you know how I feel. You you know how much respect I give anyone on any given day. So like, if you if you don't want to give the time to like actually know my ideals, then I don't care what you think about me. But um. Like it's 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 just crazy to me. I feel like it, uh, it's gotten a too, way too political, way too political. It's like saying we have two different countries before a game. I know. Yeah, yeah, and like that's not you want to create unity and equality and yeah. all that shit, and not shit, all that good stuff. Um, this causes more opinions. Yeah, you're causing more divide. Like I just said, and like I want to hear the news. Uh, Bring every fucking case up. Uh, I just said earlier, eight-year-old kid was shot in Chicago. A uh, uh, kid of a dif- different ethnicity. I haven't seen one damn thing about it. They don't it. talk about it. Nothing. You just want to talk. The news just wants to talk about uh, big, big fucking boom scoops for them to get, get people arguing, and it's bullshit. Look at Minneapolis. Um, that girl was on like the law board or whatever, and they were her and her husband. The husband had the AR and she had a pistol, which it was hilarious. Two old people just like pointing guns, but they broke in their gate of their private residence. See, okay, so I I feel bad yeah. for yelling yeah. at my dad about it because I didn't know that. I had no idea that that was a a gated community and something like yeah. that happened. 
Because yeah. the the problem is though they were in it, their front yard, and it, yeah. it, but it probably wasn't just black people. It was probably white yeah. people yeah. too. Yeah, there was yeah. White people there. and they're 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 completely in the wrong too. I think the yeah. white I think white people, white Antifa, are the main problem. Yeah, they're making Amen. everything so much worse. And, and I know plenty of black people. I love I I have I, and, yeah. and that's the thing. Yeah. Like growing up here, I don't look at somebody and and be like, oh, they're this or oh, they're that. I judge yeah. white people harder than anybody. Yeah, because that's how I am. We are the problem. We I know. Yeah, it it it, it is it it's us. It's us literally like taking advantage of a situation where we don't need to be the forefront of no. this whole thing. No, like what make what makes you think you have the right to be like fucking leading leading that? You you literally have been through nothing probably. Yeah, and if if you want to participate in these protests, that's fine. But we're we are I'm talking about the white people by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. We we are being support well, okay. I I can't say we. Not everybody is, but at least everybody in this room I can say we. We are supportive of everything that's going on. We just don't want there, – there's no reason why white people need to be leading this charge and causing all of these problems. If you want to help, help. Great, exactly. great. But you sh- you don't need to be the leader. Dude, and, and that that's what, like, scares – It's not your place. And that's opinion. what scares me because I feel like, you know, these sunsips are hitting me pretty good. But I, <laughs> I, I feel like I don't ever know what to say because I feel like anything – and I hate this feeling, and I know people probably go through it and have gone through it for years, but I feel like everything I say, you know, it doesn't – You, if I say something wrong, I'm labeled that for the rest of my life. I don't now. Yeah. I don't get a chance to grow. I don't get a chance to – Admit that I was wrong. You get tainted with that rep, and I'm not. You saying never I've said get it. to explain yourself. Exactly. I'm ever. not saying that I've ever like said anything, but I'm saying if I did, if I said something that would come off the wrong way, I wouldn't get a chance to sit there and be like, "Okay, I apologize. This was my thought process. Now, please educate me on why I'm wrong." The, the yeah. art, the art of conversation, is gone. Yeah, I really think that's one of our biggest problems. Is like a lot of. A lot of people these days just, like, don't know how to sit down and have a fucking mature adult conversation about different issues. Yeah. And share back and forth what you, what your thoughts are. At least, like, hear people out. I've said it before. Hear both sides of an argument and then form your opinion. Well, and that's why I like that we're here and can talk about it because, you know, I I, I feel like... Now, like I just said, it, I'm I'm a broken record, but I really feel this way. This shit's starting to wear on me. Yeah. I, I I feel like I don't know what to do because I support everything that's going on it, with the movement, but I don't support this it, rioting. No, I, I I don't no. know where it switched from police brutality to all of a sudden canceling everybody and deleting history. History is how you learn where you've came from. And where we've gotten, yeah. it shows us this is the growth of everything that's happening. And if you, el- I got goosebumps because I'm fucking <laughs> fired up. If you eliminate all of that, you're never going to be able to realize, like, wow, people have it. Shit's going to happen time. again. <laughs> I know. Look at look at uh, Germany. Just another country went through the Holocaust. Yeah. I mean, do you? Th- I mean, do you think Jewish people want to go and burn down the concentration camps? Yes. But that shows their yeah. kids 
the people that survived want that want people to see what they went through. It yeah. shows you can't hate a certain group of people, a certain hair color, blue eyes, whatever. You you learn from that. You yeah, learn. You absolutely. look at their shoes and you look at the crematory and you you learn. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is. And and that's And that's why I'm so against like tearing down our history. I mean, because and, I'm sorry. No, you're that, good. That, Go ahead. That, that, that. And I do just want to say, you can bet your fucking fat, sweet, juicy ass. I would do the same exact thing if I was those old people and, and someone's on my fucking front yard. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, but es- go on. especially since I didn't know about the gated community. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. That- they broke in. The people are fucking basically rioting or not rioting, but like just like showing intentions of riding right in their front yard. I'd be standing outside with my rifle, too. Yeah, and I've I've just... I won't, I won't I, shoot you, but... I was so excited for this podcast because I knew we'd get so deep into it, and it gives me a chance to express my feelings because I really feel uncomfortable yeah. every day because I, I don't want to say the wrong thing because if you say the wrong thing, you get tainted forever. And Absolutely, it's, it, and yep. it's 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 a difficult feeling. Do do you have the anthem pulled up? Did uh, you find I, it? I, yeah, I got it. Um, I I want to just hear. You hear, just want to hear it? Yeah, go ahead and just put the put the mic towards it a little bit. If, okay. But um, while he's while he's looking that up, I do just want to say, nothing will ever be fixed if we are a negative society and negative about everything. The only way things are going to change is if we treat things and educate ourselves in a positive manner. You may not agree with everything. I don't agree with a lot of stuff that goes on in the world. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I have to be super negative about it. Right. You have to understand where people are coming from, even if you don't agree with them, to grow as a human being. I think part of the problem is, like... Like the the generation that's growing up now is too like babied growing up and like anything ever doesn't go their way just throw a fit. Here's here's the anthem. Uh, John Legend performed it about a month ago. Big fan of John Legend, by the way. But I do like John Legend. Okay, John, I see. <laughs> Ring with the harmony of liberty. Let our God, his voice is like an angel. I know. He's a beast. I'm changing my whole stance on this thing. If they want to do it before, that's great. But let him sing the national anthem, too. Wow. <laughs> he does have pipes. 
Dude, he's beautiful, bro. I loved his what all all of you that song, oh man. Wow, dude! I want to say thanks, was, John, for coming in and performing that for the pod. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm like I don't want to sound like I'm against uh, like having something for like uh, a group of people or whatever. But uh, I just I feel like it would be way more constructive to have like make one one song, one unified, it's like playing yeah, playing this. And then playing the regular national anthem, it, it, it like reminds me of like, like the Olympics, like a like, disaster happened. Yeah, but like, it, it's not a disaster. Yeah, you know? yeah, it, it, and it's I, not like we're dying as a. I mean, we are dividing, but we're still here living. It's just yeah, we got to. It's just we're struggling how much we're dividing. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be here. We're never gonna. I don't think we'll ever be like a um a split a sp- completely split country where you go outside your house and you can't hang out with that person. I mean, you might have different views, but you're still going to be able to go to that bar with your buddy that might have a different view yeah. than you. Cuz I got I got friends that they know. I I mean, I support Donald Trump. But I got friends that don't support Donald Trump. But we can sit down and talk and we might not agree. But I just don't think we're ever going to get to the point where I can't talk to him. Yeah. Because if you, if we get to that point, though, we are fucked. We're yeah. fucked. Well, yeah. So, and, but, and that's what's different. Like you just said, and you probably realized you did, but it, it comes back full circle of what we were just talking about. You guys sit down and talk about it. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's not like you're just making a fucking Twitter video that Social says... Social media and the news media. Yeah. Outlets, it, until we can, until we... I mean, it's never going to happen, but I've been saying this. You'd have to change the Constitution because freedom of speech, press, whatever. Social media, until they can, uh, the government can put a like a resistance or, or whatever on it w- from political views or b- whatever. It's never going to be fixed. Yeah, we. I mean, we've said it a million times. Social yeah. media has been doing a lot worse than, like, more bad than good. What's your guys's take on? Because I was talking, me and my dad, me and my dad and JT and my mom had like a big, cool, in-depth conversation just about everything that was going on last or about these last couple months. What's your guys take on, you know, you see all this social media shooting up. You see how I can literally look at my phone and see where John's at without him knowing and he can do the same. Yeah. I feel like eventually. I mean, now you do have to allow that. True. Though. You do yeah. have to allow. But you get what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, I feel like we're going to get to a point where we're skyrocketing so high on all this stuff that maybe in 15 or 20 years when we're older, we're going to be trying to go back to the way things used yeah. to be in terms of, like, um, what's what's the word? Like, in terms of Pri- oh, pr- privacy. privacy. Yeah. yeah. Like, having, having private lives. I, like, do you think there's... Like, how Luke just said, because there's going to have to be a point where they do crack down yeah. on things that people say on social media because people and i don't think a lot of people realize this at least a lot of, of the older crowd people say things just to get a reaction they don't even oh, believe absolutely. what they're saying i do absolutely. it all the time absolutely. sports uh just just to stir the shit exactly. yeah I'm, absolutely i'm the definition of stirring the fucking pot <laughs> <laughs> that's true it's true it's very true but like uh do you think it'll ever happen what yes. like restrictions? They're gonna have restrictions. To. They have, yeah, I think back. they have to. 
you know, you honestly, I, I'm a person that does like my privacy. Um, shit, even if I'm alone, I'll still fucking lock lock the bathroom door when I go to the bathroom. Like, I, I'm weird. I, and, like, <clears throat> my girlfriend Devin always yells at me because I'll go in the bathroom and I'll lock the door. She's trying to come give you and that I'm pumpkin. Like, <laughs> 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 but, like, I'm like... Like this is me time. I want I want to sit on the toilet and not be disturbed. So that I mean, I I, I know other people that do that. I mean, it might sound weird, but I just I like my privacy sometimes. No, and I'm I'm even doing it now. Like I didn't even do it for anything negative, but I've been leaving like a lot of like big friend group texts and big friend Snapchats and stuff like that because <clears throat> it, it takes away the element of like being able to hit somebody up and saying like yo what's up what Personal. are you doing like like hey like you know let's have a conversation one on one instead of everybody talking over each other in these big giant group texts i i i miss the days where you had to literally pick up the phone now for kids i know this sounds fucking crazy you had to pick up the <laughs> phone and call somebody and ask them what they were doing yeah you didn't get to look at their twitter you didn't get to look at their fucking Instagram of their ass cheeks hanging out or whatever it is. Snapchat stories, private yeah. stories. Yeah. And like you choose who you want to see your what's going on and Yeah. It, it's it's getting it's just getting difficult out here, man. Yeah. Oh, it is. Our kids are gonna struggle. I know. I it's think, scary. I feel like there's been even if we were able to have them. Seriously. <laughs> I mean and right now with I mean Do our, you wanna have a kid right now with this? It, I know. Do do you want to have somebody growing up in a society like this? I mean, personally, I would love to have a little like little juice running around, <laughs> dressed all up, because like, I know I know I'm I'm the way I could teach him right and wrong. I can educate him. I can show yeah. him or her this is what happened. This is where Dude. we are now. But you have a lot of these people that are having kids that grow up in all this stuff that have nothing that are taking advantage of situations like this because they, they know that if something happens to them, whatever, yeah. they didn't have anything to begin with. Yeah. And that's then, terrible to say, but it's the, it's just the truth. Dude, th like, uh, you talking about teaching kids right from wrong and stuff. It kind of reminded me of something that like, uh, it's a pet peeve of mine. It's, it's a little bit different than what we're talking about, but like, Nowadays, like you have a kid, you gotta be so careful disciplining disciplining them. Like, uh, like I I have a buddy. He, his kid was playing little league baseball, and he was out on the field, just like being like a little kid, like moping, pouty, like throwing his glove on the ground, and stuff like just being like, for lack of a better term, a little brat. And uh, so. My buddy goes like just walks out on the field like he's like you better stop it you better stop it and he's like yelling back at his dad and like smacks his dad so he grabs his arm and smacks his kid on the butt and what do you know they get home from the game the cops are on his doorstep arresting him for fucking child abuse for disciplining his kid yeah because he because he smacked his kid on the butt like that's that's something that's really kind of irks me is like you. you you got to fucking tiptoe about disciplining your own kids these days. And yeah. I, yeah, like, I, like, noticed, like, during high school football, like, say uh, one of my coaches, like, there's, like, give me an example of, like, a locker room thing that happened. <laughs> but uh, Give it to me, baby. Let's go. This Let kid, it fly. Uh, he, was, he's, he was fat. I'm fat, too. But uh, he, was, he just wasn't, <laughs> turning in, he wasn't turning his raffle ticket money and uh our coach was like, Are you, whenever are you going to get your fat ass off the ground and hand me your raffle ticket money? 
and like how is like that's normal to me that's just like, football dude. like that is that's talk like that like your parents can't be mad like your parents grew up where football practice was worse like their coaches were hitting them and yeah like, i mean it's not my fault your son sucks I mean, I feel it. And and I, I literally it's it's so funny that we're talking about like, this stuff. I literally have a note in my phone that says I'm thankful for my friends and family being hard on me because yeah. it never made yeah. me a pussy. Like I had a coach that had a huge fucking nose. All right. Huge nose. <laughs> all right? and like, we would bully him like one time. One time we were sitting in the locker room. My, my buddy Bray, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you the story. We're throwing ice at the freshman, pelting him, pelting him. Big Nose comes in. He's like, Big Nose. what are you doing, man? Like, just stop. We just looked at him, and my buddy said, Chance. Oh, didn't mean to say no, that. I mean, no, I think everybody knew Yeah, yeah. He said, Chance, just shut the fuck up and go back in your coach's office. Yeah. And he just looked at him with a blank face and shut the fuck up, and he turned around. <laughs> that, that's it. I, that shit needs to happen. It happens to everybody. I mean, it's bad that we were that undisciplined that we could say that. But yeah. In all the end, it's funny. It's we had fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it, when you're a freshman, a rookie, uh, I'm not in a frat, but if you're <laughs> queers, new, yeah, new, uh, new in a frat. <laughs> shit, we're getting canceled. I don't care, dude. But come on, cancel culture. <laughs> and and. You know, you have to be hard on the young ones to bring yeah. them into Yeah, you're breaking the them in. Because guess what? You live that one year of that, you're in a brotherhood, and you get to do it to the next Yeah, year. yeah. Well, yeah. Let, let's look at it this way. Look at the generation that grew up being able to do that. And now look at our generation. Run around like a bunch of fucking imbeciles. Fucking thinking they can do whatever they want. Like fucking breaking glass and shit. I you know what I'm talking and, about. And, and I threw 72 eggs in one night. Yeah. Before our homecoming senior year game. I, I heard, but I didn't know it was 72. <laughs> I didn't throw 72. We bought 72. Yeah. And we, we, we hit some people. Yeah. We well, I want to say thank, we, we hit some thank people. God you brought up eggs because I just have to say this. I used to love eggs. Whoever egged my house <laughs> a couple weeks ago, months ago, whatever it may be, I just want you to know that I'm going to buy a fucking paintball gun. <laughs> and if you want to egg my house again, because I'm trying to paint my house and I got to scrape that shit off. <laughs> if you want to come and egg my house, I'm lighting you the fuck up with pink paintballs. Yeah. And you'll probably end up going to jail because that's just the way shit is today. And it's bullshit. It is bullshit. People, no, I, I don't know that you're just defending your home. You have to be disciplined. You have to discipline people. Yeah. If you don't let people discipline younger people they will always act reckless and that's the problem now is every young <laughs> person even us now i mean not us specifically yeah. but our age we all think our voices need to be heard on every matter yeah Dude, yeah i yeah. don't know about all this shit yeah. yeah i'm not gonna fucking sit here and tell you that global warming isn't true which i used to do that because i'm an idiot and i wasn't educating myself on it but that's besides the point I don't give a fuck if you think that global warming's not true when you are not a scientist. Yeah. Show, show me your resources and what your research on, and then I might listen yeah. to you. I learned a lot, like, being that immature, like, getting in a lot of trouble my senior year. Well, I've matured in the last two years, like, crazy. 
crazy. I don't need to go out and party anymore. I don't need to go out, yeah. ride around in a car, and look at a person and say, hey, fuck you. Come chase me, <laughs> idiot. Like, we used to do that shit. Like, we, yeah. we would go, like, purposely drive down Bow Street towards East Wheeling, and all those trailers would, like, sit outside their trailers and honk the horn and say, come out, you motherfucker. Like, <laughs> and, like, they would come out. And, like, we would think that would be hilarious to stop, and they'd chase us in their car. Purposely stop, reverse at him. Like we just thought that was the best. High school time was great, huh? <laughs> you can get away with anything in high school. I uh, know. And, and, and I don't know. I, I just, I do, <laughs> I do wholeheartedly feel bad for these kids that are growing up that aren't going to get disciplined because you're going to have a hell of a awakening when you become an adult. Oh, That's all yeah. I have to say. About they it. all think they're D one athletes too. And yeah. And and that's that's the problem. And my dad always said, I got news for you. You suck. <laughs> participation medals. Don't need them. Nah, if you don't that win, shit pisses me off. You shouldn't get a goddamn trophy. That I don't want a trophy off. for eighth place. I think that's another problem with our generation. Everyone fucking, everyone thinks they need acknowledged for everything. And it's just not true. Well, like, you're supposed to earn fucking acknowledgements and medals and whatnot. Like... It's not supposed to be given to you, and that's why they grow up thinking the whole world is going to be given to them, and then it's not. <laughs> no, you're, you're you're so true, and it does stem back to, to what we said. A lot of those people don't even pay their own fucking cell phone bill. They, yeah. They, they don't even know what it's like to live in the real world. A lot of people don't because you know where they live is on their phones, on their computers. They sit there. They type things. And, and they're, they're not out there experiencing things. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm an old man now. I'm on Facebook more than Twitter, Instagram. I am, too. I am, too. Really? Really. See, I, I don't even have a Facebook anymore. Oh, Facebook is the place, man. It, it, I just like watching videos and stuff it, on it. Facebook is like the Royal Rumble of social medias, I feel like. Yeah. I, it, Shit goes like, down. It's OG. Like it's, it's, so it's OG. It's like the it's like the Air Jordan ones, and then um, <laughs> Twitter is like the Concord Elevens, and then like what? it's like Instagram is like the retro threes. Okay, like the black cement threes, and then like the Concord Elevens, and then the original colorway Air Jordan One is Facebook. What the? Uh, fuck? And then Snapchat just comes into me as like the Olympic Sevens. <laughs> I love it that he's using. I, I was going to say like, what are the the Mars ones or whatever? But yeah, like for, for Snapchat. Now we're now. I, I hate that I have to ask this because I grew up with you, and I always forget how old you are because I've been around you my whole life. So age is just a number to me. But were you old enough to have MySpace? Yes. What was your first MySpace? Oh, MySpace. I didn't have a MySpace, but you could you, back then. You used to be able to go on MySpace and look and at just MySpace. look at people's. Yeah, yeah. I do MySpace. I always forget about MySpace. That was the shit. Dude. I, I, I personally, this is my personal opinion. I think that was the greatest social media up to date. I, yeah, I loved it. I loved it because you got to personalize like your background. You had your songs, and then you knew shit was going downhill when they extended the top friends to thirty six. Yeah, like, Jesus. like let's make everyone feel included. <laughs> <sighs> like I, it was funny too because you get you get up into like the twenties and like you're like, hmm, you're having a hard time like fucking figuring out who to put there in what order. Like, dude, you need. You need four to eight tops, and like those are your best friends. At the end of the day, you only have yeah, like 
like four or five. Yeah. Like, you know, like if something bad happened, those four, like whoever that four or five people to come back and actually be real with you is all you really need in your life. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy you realize that because yeah. a lot of people think that they have to be best friends with everybody. Yeah. Just because I don't talk to you all the time doesn't mean I dislike you. Exactly. At all. And when I see you, I'll say what's up and hi. Yeah. I have my couple people that I talk to. I tell things. And that's just the way it is. But just because I'm not always texting you, calling you, all this shit, doesn't mean I, dis- I dislike you. Some of the, like, my realest friends I never talk to unless I need to. Amen. Absolutely. Amen to Absolutely, that. yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, even, like, me and you, like, I mean, we don't talk every fucking day. But, like... We don't I mean, have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know... That you have my best interest in mind, yeah. and I have yours. Yeah. And it, it's like this whole texting all day, every day, snapping, all this stuff, the back and forth to prove a friendship is bogus. Don't get me wrong, though. I like when the girls snap. <laughs> Late nights, you know. I just want to tell you this, boys. I went to a graduation party last night. I was afraid to look at the girls. Wow. Didn't know who was what age. Didn't want to get me tooed. Didn't want to say the wrong thing. Couple fucking smokes out there. (laughs) I'm sorry. Couple fucking smokes out there. I'm sure, man. But now it's to the point where you can't talk to these people. No. No. Because it's weird. It's creepy. Hey, newsflash, motherfuckers. That's how you used to meet people is actually talk to them. But these girls, though, they're the problem. They want to. Yeah. They want to have, like, they think it's cool that, uh, I Snapchat that older dude, you know? They think it's cool that yeah. they're top, they're, they, their shit don't stink, you know? Yeah. Hey, but, hey, but if, you, the, if you want to Snapchat, the, what's the up? Second, <laughs> the second something goes wrong, yeah, you're oh, fucked. Oh, yeah. You're fucked. You're, you're going to jail, blah, 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 blah. Well, and that, that's why I feel so awkward because, like, now on one side, we have everything that's going on with the coronavirus, pandemic, riots, uh, protests and things like that. On the other side, you have this Me Too cancel culture. I don't yeah. know where to go yeah. because both of my angles right now are completely fucked and scary. I don't want to say the wrong thing. That's why I enjoy doing this podcast because yeah. I s- can speak my mind, but I literally promise you I'm not better than the next person. If I'm wrong, I will gladly listen to somebody's opinion and have a conversation, and we, we don't we don't get... I know I keep bringing it up, but we don't get that anymore. No, never. The, and fucking, like you're saying, just like the times we're living in, they are just so fucking crazy and hectic. We could go on for weeks with everything that's going on. And like, I got all day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying let's do it, but... I know um, it, it's. I mean, it's just crazy, and like you just never know... When, like, you're going to say the wrong thing or step on the wrong toes. And it, it's just, it's hard. It, it, it is tough living in today's times. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, because, I, I mean, I know sometimes I say things and I'm probably, you know, sound like an idiot and an asshole. But I'm also not above anything to where if I'm wrong, you know, yeah. I, I, I would like to know that I'm wrong and I would like to be told why I'm wrong. And then if I disagree, I disagree. But it doesn't mean you have to go to all out war with people just because they don't see the views that you do. Yeah, I learn every day. I'm not that intelligent, but I learn every day. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And honestly, that's all you can do. Yeah, I'm, like just, at work, I learn something new every day. Yeah. All you can do is just roll with it, take in your lessons, and just get better from there. Yeah. I just, I, I hope, I, I truly hope, that this is my hope, I just truly hope that people realize, one, that politics are the issue. So feeding into all that stuff, you're never, ever going to be right, wrong, or ever be yeah. in a good mood. That's always going to make yeah. you in a bad mood. And two, I just hope people realize that being negative about everything and digging up everything about people's past is not the right thing to do. Because I guarantee you, I guarantee it, whether people admit it or not, you've said something that is wrong in the past. You've said something that would be considered racist. You've said something that nowadays you couldn't say, but you grew from that. It doesn't mean you're... Now, I'm not saying everybody. I'm saying some people. It doesn't mean you're a bad person because you said those things. You were uneducated, and that could be your fault. You're uneducated on what you said, and I promise you now, people... People will never grow if we're going to pick apart the past. We have to worry about the future. Absolutely. God, Absolutely. The silent majority always speaks. Exactly. <laughs> Check the elections in November. <laughs> Dude, but speaking of the elections, I really truly believe in Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If you're listening, man, I think you need to be the one to run as the independent. Give me some of that Hawaiian fever Big muscle, sexy ass motherfucker. I thought he was Samoan. Samoan fever, big sexy (laughs) motherfucker to stand in front of us and explain to people why what we're doing is wrong. And everybody would listen to that man. Absolutely. Um, Fuck. I'm (laughs) gonna just 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 for like a comedic ending. Um, (laughs) Or if I mean we can keep going if you want, but I'm just but uh, I'm gonna Luke. Do you have just like any, what what do you think? Like your wildest story, I would, would love to hear. Would, would be I, I would. I mean, you don't have to, or just because I feel like you guys were worse than we were. You just w- saying. Just give me is uh, give me a couple minutes. Okay. Let, let me think about this. <laughs> let, yeah. Uh, there's a. I can. I'll give a couple. Yeah, there's, there's, you get a little drunk, you'll fucking like. Yeah, you oh can be my, drunk. Oh um, my god! Some of my drunk go. stories are pretty legendary. Outside oh of like, um, god, dude. Outside of school, uh, yeah. I'm gonna give you a couple. Stories. I just gotta like sit, sit there with my head down. <laughs> He's fucking drunk, but, just going on a rant. Well, it, 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 I gotta, I gotta start with the egging. I, I there got we go. To. I got to. So the egging is. It's reckless. Very, very. Should we should have never fucking done it, but uh. So uh, about <laughs> two weeks before we threw the 72 eggs, I get a Snapchat from like our group message and a football group message. And my buddy just walks over to the indisciplined's house and decides he just wants to egg it. He, so he eggs it. Oh, well, he fucks it up. And so I go to, that, I go to school the next day, and he's like, Luke, you, you hear anything? I'm like, no, I really don't know what you're talking about. So um, next week or two at football, like we, like we announced in the locker room, which is dumb because I know who snitched. Pussy. He's a pussy. But I've never played either. <laughs> uh, so our quarterback and we're, it's me my buddy nick kurt bray jalen uh, uh a couple others cj rose i mean don't matter we all know we are involved um we're like we're gonna go egging tonight we're gonna egg like crazy so we decide right after we meet up at Vance church we buy 
three cartons of eggs a sheet, and we're just going up and down National Road. And like, it's like I'm driving. I'm not taking my car though because I had the G Spot sticker on the back. And, Smart. And, and, uh, <laughs> Smart. So we're going up and down. I always National had to Road worry about and, uh, that. We're just pelting people. Like one, like we had a cook. <laughs> I had a, I, we had a cook of generations. That I stopped on National Road and they egged him. And they egged, like, we egged anything that was walking, and um, we went to East Wheeling, and, like, we were just pelting people. And it was, it was just hilarious. You had to be there. <laughs> and so, we're, this is when I started. It's pretty funny not be there. there. Oh, well, <laughs> we're, we're driving down River Road, and people are biking, and we're just hitting their bikes while they're Jesus. on their bike. And was so this at night get, or daytime? Oh, broad daylight. Okay. Five, like, six o'clock, right That's after crazy. football. And, um, um. So we get into later night. We buy the last carton egg. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna throw." So we go and like we're on the Dean Discipline Street. And I was like, "Where?" I was like, "Where do they live?" And they yelled the name of the person. So I just I just tossed out the window, hit the car, and wasn't that funny? Blah blah blah. We get going. The night's like over. I get home, and I Mike Young's calling me. No shit. Ten o'clock at night. Cell phone. Cell phone. Calling me. I'm like, <laughs> Vinny, Mike. Buddy, he's staying with us at the time. He wasn't with us. He was at my house the whole time. He's just staying with us. I was like, fuck. Fuck, fuck. Answer the phone. There was a soccer game that night where they were, everybody was. Luke, you hear about any egging? I was like, what are you talking about? I'm at home with Vinny right now. We're watching a movie. And like, he's like, well, the Dean Discipline's car got egged tonight. I was like, I'm not sure, coach. And he's like, we're hearing some football players. <laughs> Already, bro. Oh, not even an hour and a half later. Well, hold on. What at this moment? What's going through your mind? Uh I'm fucked. Like I'm fucked. And uh, he's like, "Well, get to the <laughs> like." He, I was like, "He was like, what you do after football?" So we, I said, "Me and Vinny went to Generations, and you know, we went home, showered, Generations to eat. Then we went back, and now we're watching a movie, and we've just been sitting here chilling." He's like, "All right, well." Can you get to the barn for this for me? I was like, "Yeah, I got you, Coach." He's like, "Senior, senior leadership. You know how he is." Yep. And uh, so I'm like, "Vinny, bro, like that's our story. Like that's our story." So I'm texting the group message. We delete everything. We delete all this shit. Smart. And um, we're freaking out. So the next day at school, like everybody's just staring. Like teachers know. Like teachers know the names. Like. Like we're already told on how how it's, uh, did yeah, somebody yeah, snitch? All of it, that was and in they the already gr- got the, the their little we know the cops already went to the grocery marathon and like seen us like buying the shit everything. Yeah, they were on it. They were on <laughs> it. And, um, so last period, I'm sitting in uh, Sean Decker's class and he gets he gets a call, but it tells him to pick up the phone. So I'm like, ah. And my buddy, my two buddies weren't at Bray wasn't at school and. Uh, they call me down. They're like, they need to talk to you. And I get down there, and um, I'm just like, hey, what's up? And I walk in the principal's office, and there's a sheriff. <laughs> 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 there's a sheriff. And, uh, so I stuck to that story, though. They kept asking me what I did, and I stuck to that story. I went home from football. We, Me and Benny went back, and Coach Young called me and everything. Told it like four straight times. And they're like, so when I go to court on Monday, when they press charges on you, C.J. Rose, and Nick Sherman for being in that car, egging his wife's car, and the three others that were just following you were involved, and we can go in other footage and get them in trouble too, blah, 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 blah. They wanted me to tell on the three others, three skill players that were pretty good. And uh, I'm just like, yeah, I egged your fucking wife's car. I didn't say fuck. I egged your wife's car. You got me. You got me. And so I'm thinking about a story from the past. Like my buddy, my butt Ben's like, like a couple years back, like a kid got thrown out of Central for egging a teacher's house. 
No, and, uh, uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. AJ Bucon, great podcast. His like his house got somebody paid. egged AJ's yeah. house. Well, I want to say whoever fucking did that, fuck off. Dude. Yeah, like fuck it, but like yeah, it was very immature. And like Mr. Bucon, me and Mr. Mr. Bucon was mad. I mean, I felt bad and respecting that man. He's a good guy. He's but, great. Like, I was going through a rough time. He knows I was, and if he listens to this. He knows. He knows. I, I no disrespect to him, but I was telling the story. So I'm thinking in my head that story. I'm like, damn, I'm expelled. Like I'm expelled. So they put me in the. Uh, Room with a priest, with a <laughs> fucking priest. <laughs> did he pull? Did he pull his pants? The down? bishop thinks. Bro. Oh my so god! Say, no, listen. So I say, can I go to the restroom? They make him follow me to the restroom, bro. And I'm texting. I'm texting everybody, like, calm down, like everybody, calm down. Just stick to your stories. I'm already caught, but stick to your stories. They bring the other two in, CJ and Nick, and they're all fucked. They just give up too. And uh, the other three stuck there. They really couldn't get caught because they just, they couldn't get caught because they weren't caught in the action. We were in the car that hit the other car. Yeah, we yeah. Two separate cars. And so Bray walks in, bro, in the front door, like that big open space statue. He sees me walking. He sees my face. And I'm like, we're fucked. We're fucked. And he's like, shit. And like, he's like, sh-. he looked at me and said, should I leave? I was like, yes. Like, get out of here. And so it's pregame, <laughs> pregame, man. This is so great. They call Coach Young, blah, blah, blah. We go up to the... Uh, the coach young knows, but none of the coaches know. We're done. Like us three are done. Blah blah blah. Like my buddy that never got in trouble with CJ, he thought it was hilarious. Hilarious. Like he was smiling the whole time. <laughs> and uh, so we're good. Like he, he was just glad what got all said and done. But we're suspended. Finally, we weren't expelled. We got suspended for like five days. weren't allowed to go to homecoming. weren't allowed to play in the game. But none of the coaches know, and except Coach Young, and uh, he's very disappointed because he's like, "You told me you get the bottom of it." Blah blah blah. Like same old, same old. Did did he want same you to? Do uh, you think he wanted you to just admit when he called you? Like, yeah. Listen, okay. So that yeah. was oh, so he definitely knew, did. Yeah. He know already? No, he believed me. He okay. believed I got would get to the bottom of it. But uh, so we walk up to the locker room to get our bags and everything because we're not allowed to be anywhere. And we walk in. The coaches, Coach K, you know Coach K, defense. Yeah, 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 Hell yeah, yeah. He's like, what's yeah. up, boys? Coach Shannon. He's like, here's here's the um, like the the papers, the defensive player, whatever, and like. We don't need those. And Coach Ryan's like, what do you mean you don't need those? I was like, we, we won't be playing this week, and there's a good chance it could be others. And they're flipping out. They're like, what you guys do? We're like, we ate. Like, we're fucked. And they're flipping out. They're like, whoa. And so. You're fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and, like, so, like, that's pretty much the story. And, like, we got through that. And we played Lindsley the next week, and I dominated. I interception. <laughs> like, I told him. I think I was out there. Yeah. Bro. Like, I just dominated. Like, I just, like, that week really just motivated me to fuck people up the rest of the year. Yeah. Got thrown out in games, scoring touchdowns. But, like, <laughs> that was it. That was it. And then, like, it was just, it was, you just had to be there. I know it wasn't that funny on the mic, but, like, that shit was great. Like, I, that's, <laughs> that's I'm going to look back and tell my kids what I did. I did that shit. But, but, yeah. see, the, but, it, I, it may like I think it's funny because yeah. I can take humor in, but you, you learned, you grew yeah. from it. Yeah, I mean you, you are a completely different person than yeah. you were years ago. Yeah, you, you are a grown ass man now, and it, it, it's it's awesome to see. I I think it's a normal thing for kids to do stuff like like when I was in high school, I egged and I almost got arrested, but like we just got lucky. Like yeah. we sat like here's. A couple, we would sit at our lunch table, and there used to be a, a girl named Janet. Used to make, used to make the salads. All right, is that the cheese lady? <laughs> <laughs> to the cheese, but uh, but uh, it's our coach's uh, sister, uh, Janet. Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. So got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. We always used to be like, 
I'd sit there and like they would hate when we took the fucking ketchup, like the ketchup bottle. Like they would not like like if we took the ketchup bottle, it was like we had a felony on our name. And so we purposely would go up and like take the ketchup bottle and like stick it under a table. And uh, half the time, like we'd be sitting there and they'd be like, Luke, just yell Janet, make me a salad. So I always used to be like, <laughs> yo, can I, can I get my fucking salad, Janet? And just screaming that and like shit like that. We just had a blast with. And, like, yeah. Getting thrown out of football games and like realizing like, wow, I just killed that kid and got thrown out of a football game and like ringing yeah. Shady Sides bell after a game and like oh that was hilarious causing a full brawl dude like, that was we, hilarious we told our coaches going in that game versus Shady Side my se- like my senior year that we were ringing that bell like we were ringing that, that bell were you at that game I was not at that, that game. shit was hilarious right after dude. they knew our parents knew my dad knew a bunch of parents knew they were like they were all encouraging us all encouraging us so me like leader of the fucking Jackass squad, let's go. We're sprinting at the bell. <laughs> the jackass, oh, their little I'm bell s- they ring behind the goalpost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there, and this bar, this bell was a far run. I thought it was a quick run. It was a bar out. Like I'm sitting there shaking it, ding, ding, ding. Get this dude on camo walked up to me, Kurt and Bray, and like Br- Kurt and Bray, man, they're they're just yelling, there's there's yelling, going crazy, like I'll fuck you up, motherfucker, like going crazy. And I'm this, the, I got the principal holding, Becky holding my arm, pulling, we were walking through, you know how you came out of Shady Side, all the fans were surrounding yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're getting to that point. We're walking in, and like, he, I'm turning around like, fuck you, motherfucker, yeah, like getting spit on and stuff. <laughs> I'm walking backwards, and Mr. Ankin's pulling me in, and like, Bray and Kurt saying, fuck you, blah, 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 blank that, like, bitch ass, you know what I mean? And like, they're just like, they're, I'm thinking we're going to fight, like, we're fighting grown men. <laughs> I'm walking backwards, and there's a hot fucking chocolate just on my head. On yeah, my head. Yeah, they're, like, throwing hot chocolate burned. and coffee burned, and shit on bro. them. It fucking burned. Yeah, like, I can imagine. It burned. And then <laughs> they said there's Shady Size AD in our locker room, and me and Kurt just laughing. Just laughing. And we weren't allowed to leave that stadium until everybody was empty. Like, the whole everybody's gone. Damn. Oh, it was crazy. They were straight up just, like, grown adults just throwing shit at these high school football well, and, players. Well, and for people that don't understand, that aren't from around here. I mean, it is a big rivalry. Yeah, though. Central and Shady Side used to, I mean, do th- they don't play anymore, right? They do, and we just dominate. Yeah, them. and, like. And we <laughs> ring their fucking bell. It used to be <laughs> a huge, and it probably still is a big-ass rivalry. And, you know, why, it, we need more of that in the valley. I know. Like it was fun when. Did you guys play Martin's Ferry? Yeah, beat him. Yeah, it was fun when yeah. we I played got Martin's thrown Ferry. Out. I got actually uh, my junior year. We're like six and four. Blah blah blah. Like no, we finished six and four. But at this point, we're playing Ferry, and we were um, two and three. Two and three. We're playing Ferry, and uh, my buddy Kurt. We're losing by like, a couple touchdowns. So you could, we could have had a chance to win the game, but not after this. Um, it was, it really was my fault. Like I really screwed it up and like, it wasn't, a, it w- but I did it for a reason because they tackled him and they picked up his helmet and shoved him. So I run out from 20 yards out and clothesline the kid, <laughs> clothesline the kid. And they I think throw- Luke set a record for personal yeah, fouls. I had dude. 10, 12 personal fouls during the regular season of my junior year. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I just throw me out of the game. <laughs> and uh, I wish they would just send me to the fucking locker room because I would have like flipped everybody off, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But they kept me on the sideline, and uh, it just like shit like that. After that game, we were two and four, and it's like Coach Young looked at me in the eyes when we were on our knees and said, "You might have just cost us a state championship season." 
So I was like, whoa. He said that to yeah. you? Yeah. And like, we're just like, whoa, like, we're going to f- just fuck everybody up the rest of the season. We yeah. didn't lose a game from there on out. Yeah. <laughs> I will never forget Coach Woe's halftime speech against Bridgeport. Oh, my. He was literally like foaming at the mouth. He, he was walked so in mad. And it was, it, I well, mean, Coach not- Ryan, too, he was screaming. He was like, You guys realize if you don't get your shit together, you know who's going to win. Bitch, I'm fucking dying. He walked you. in. He's like, You guys, every single one of you are a bunch of fucking pussies. Need that. And yeah. you do need it. And, yeah. and like, that's when. Everybody, you know, that that was probably one of the <clears throat> most fun games I think that we had was the br- uh, Bridgeport when we played up in Stuart. Yeah, that you know, game. we fucking I lost. I was at a, my own little fifth, fifth and sixth grade game. game, but I knew you guys got your fucking asses beat. Lee, yeah. Lee couldn't throw to save his life. Well, I, I remember. They threw like, like three picks in the red zone. Well, I, I remember <laughs> too, they were just running fake punts left and yeah. right against us. I don't know, like, thank God. You know, I, I do look back. Thank God I wasn't like, and I don't even want to say I wasn't very good at football. I just gave no effort. I, I can admit it. <laughs> It'd be like that. Yeah, I, I just gave no effort, and it's not because, like, <laughs> I didn't like my teammates. That was my favorite part was the Jake teammates. was Jake was on, you were, but you, you supported. He was like, the best hype man ever, like, dude. You, the like, best you need, you need that. Like, you yeah, that. like. No matter what, like, I was the guy on the field, like, that would look at the crowd, and I wanted that crowd. I, if that crowd wasn't in it on second and third down, then I wasn't in it. You, you, yeah, I, I feel you. My junior year, we had two goal line stands for St. Mary's. Two goal line stands. I fourth and it. goals. That's fuck. Dude, and, and like, I, like I just remember jumping and looking up. Like, I remember, like, our last drive, me and my buddy Kurt. This is a pretty good story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're like, this is when uh, the Steelers do the hide and seek behind the field goal post. And me and Kurt said, if we're up couple of touchdowns going to the end of the game. If we're going to score, we're going to do it. So we know we're going to fucking score. We're doing 16, 15 counter. I'm pulling every time. Pulling, pulling. It's like it's like Kurt was Marcus, but it wasn't 28 power sweep. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? feel you. And uh, so yeah. we're just driving, and I look at Kurt, and a couple players hear me, Vinny Mangino and Anthony, they came from Bishop. And lucky for those guys, without them, we wouldn't have won, and Bishop never shut down. Yeah. Thank you, Bishop uh, Bransfield, even though you're a dickhead. But, uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we're just like – Driving, I said, look at Kurt, said, we're going to do it. He said, yes, yes. And they're all like, no, you guys can't. Like, it's not over. We're going to go up 42-21 at this point. So we score. And Kurt looks at me. We do the celebration, whatever. We're hopping off the field. Everybody's laughing. Coach Young's laughing. He gives Kurt a jump shoulder, and he, like, falls on the ground. And I just knew, like, I look – like, you know how our parents always sat on, like, the opposite 30 30 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were walking, and I just, like – like it just we went through so much that year. We finished six and four regular season and did not lose a game from that ferry game. I just look up and saw my dad and just I broke down in tears, bro, and like gave like Miss Sancombe like a hug and like it's just shit like that. Like memories like yeah. me and San- Miss me and Miss Sancombe hated each other. Yeah. Like people like in the even the student section, they were just like I my sister was crying. Like I looked at like I just remember like looking and pointing at my dad like we did it. Yeah. Like, That's it was what's crazy. great That's about high school sports, man. My for se- real. Yeah, my senior year, like, I was, I got suspended from games because of the egging and whatever, and I was struggling in school. Like, t- you ask Coach Ryan, I mean, like, going in that Lindsay game, I told him, I don't care about this game. Like, I don't matter to me anymore. So, like, like when, when you say you were struggling, you were just mentally just checked It's out. like when you, like, I know I'm not, like, a college athlete, professional athlete about mental health, but when they, like, it's that type of mental health. It's like, why? Like, like, 
your reason like why are you doing it no more if you're not having fun you yeah. know what i mean and like it's a couple like it was towards the end of the season like i really my senior year like i got through the egg and the lindsley game really helped because that interception and just like we dominated and like the year before we lost and i was cramping up in that lindsley game and i just denied to come out i wasn't coming out yeah and uh it was probably one of the greatest games I ever played in my life. And then uh, my Magnolia game, we lost the last game of the season. We were undefeated my senior year. We didn't have Kurt and Bray that game, but like we lost. And uh, we flipped out in the locker room, like flipped out. Got like players like cussing each other out, coaches and players going at it. And we played Magnolia the second playoff game at yeah. Brook. At Brook. And uh, I flipped off Magnolia's coach at Magnolia. It was big. Like I, I remember still, that. I was <laughs> still struggling, like still going through like problems. Like, yeah. I'm acting like a fucking idiot. Like I'm really could ruin like my senior year playoffs. Like they wanted like me to be in big trouble. I pol- I apologize to the guy. We're cool. Like I know his daughters. So get through that. And so we're playing on that second playoff game. And uh there's a fumble. I pick it up, touchdown. No way. I'm going nuts. Like it's going crazy. Like we're dominating. And then the second half, another fumble. I kick it, another touchdown, and I'm cramping in the end zone. And now you have to come out and stretch me. I'm laughing and cramping. <laughs> and Coach Young's like, they're booing you right now. I said, they're booing me? And I stand up. And when they're booing me, I'm going like this. Yep. And then I get to the sideline, and they hear me. Because the next day, next week of school, I got sat down by the principal, Miss Sankum, because I said, fuck these pussies, blah, blah, blah. We were winning this shit. And, like, she was shit like that. She said, you can't act like a professional football player. But I looked at her and said, listen, I grew up like in the Raiders. This is how I play. I'm going to get through this senior year and blah, 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 blah. We get to the state championship. Here we go. I block a punt. I'm having like the best season now. Just dominate. I block a punt. And my foot was out of bounds and I covered it. So it wasn't like a recovered touchdown. And yeah. blah, blah, blah. But at the end of that game, uh, when I realized we were like, they took, they took me and Kurt out at the same time. And me and Kurt always played together. Yeah. And I still have the video on my phone because my brother – Brent Price took the video of me and Kurt walking off the field. And uh, immediately when I just hugged Coach Young, he said, I love you, buddy. And I just immediately started – I was bawling. Like, they thought, like, I was, like – like, I was just crying. Like, everybody else was happy, but I was crying to the point where, like, it was – I was sad. Like, I kept – he was like, what's wrong? I said, it's just over, Coach. It's yeah. over. Yeah. I, I, I know I'm not playing college. It's over. Like, that was the last time I'll ever play with you. But blah, blah, blah. And he just – he started tearing up and was like – it was like me and Coach Ryan. Like it was so emotional, and then uh, I got and, goosebumps. Dude, yeah, cause yeah, I I, 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 I did the same thing. I yeah. understand. And like I went over like at the end of the game, like I'm still crying. Like it's just sad. And like we played Williamstown, and um, a lot of people like just hated me on those talk boards. And they like they even wrote like I played such a good game. It's such a clean game. I didn't do anything stupid. I uh, blocked it. like I was blocking like crazy. I didn't have a great defensive game. I got dominated on the defensive front, but uh. Walk over to, like, you know how you walk over the gate and, like, your family's there. And um, I looked at, like, I couldn't stop. Like, I wasn't crying then, but I hugged my girlfriend, got a picture of her. But I, then I walked over to my parents. I don't, I don't really remember seeing John or anything. But, I, like, when I hugged He's my... He's probably eating yeah. a hot dog. No. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got the, I got a picture somewhere. Yeah, I, hug, that game. I, I hugged my dad, and then I broke down again. And everybody was like, what's wrong? Like, they're laughing at me because I'm crying. And it's just, like, right there. And then I was like, I said it again. It's over. I'll never be able to get to do this again. Yeah. Like, well, like, Chance says it all the time. Chance Abita. Like, big nose. We Shout make fun out of big him. nose. Yeah. Like, we have, like, when he always preached to us, like, it's going to be over one day. Like, 
you just like missing. Like that's why I just broke down in tears and like people just understood like how much you love football and how much the game of football matters to you. Yep. And like that's why like I'm football. I don't know what I'd do without football. Yeah. Year. Like uh, it's it, it's it's bu- it's a beautiful story yeah. because like now sports are still one of the only things where you can learn excitement and discipline at the same time, not only in the sport, but life skills. Battles. Battles. And and that's why I feel bad if sports really don't happen this year for seniors and stuff like that, because you need those moments of you acting like a jackass and downfall to grow as a person. Yeah. And uh, just like my senior year of football, like it really just made me realize like, I might have said I hated it, blah, blah, blah. I was struggling. But without them, I wouldn't be able to get through the school year. Yeah. I like, at the end of the day, I literally would give anything to go play high school football again. It was, it was the best. Like, Do you remember just bus rides? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it jump in. Jump yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. Yeah. Dude, we're, it was an hour It's class. not just, like, playing. Like, everything around it's just amazing. Yeah, it was an hour-specific class that started it, but we were there when that whole trend started, and I will never forget a Brandon Gast and Dustin Henry back Jump in, jump out battle. That I'm shit was in, hilarious. And, and for people that don't know what it is, it is that song, Jump In, Jump Out, yeah. Introduce Yourself, and then you just, like, fucking roast whoever you want to. Yeah. And and it's like moments like that now that I feel like it makes me upset because people might not be able to enjoy that because everybody's yeah. such a pussy. Like, I went yeah. back this year and just um, the team, they were like, they weren't that good. All they had was Kurt and a couple players and re- without them, like, I like I'm, I did a couple pregame speeches for the coaches just because, like, you, they need it sometimes. Like, yeah. they, like the young kids don't really, like, they think they're just at central because they're, they're going to win. But, like, no, you're yeah. not. Like, you actually got to try. And, like, like the, you're just never, like, Coach you, Coach Wolf, you, them, them linemen meetings, like, Coach Wolf got done. And then, like, Chance was there, too. So he had to, sp- he had to speak, too. He would always yeah. speak about defense. And then Coach Boo would just, he never really talked about where your, your um, gap down blocker, blah, whatever, you know what I mean? And, Coach Boo, when Coach Boo was talking, you knew it's like open your fucking ears because he's going to go. Boo was the he's going to go hard. Dude. He's going to go hard. You're like you're going to get chills no matter if you're playing Madonna on their own eleven. Yeah, he literally. I remember Coach Boo fucking be. He literally would headbutt us with our helmets on yeah. and shit. Just he- his head would be bleeding. So he was the man. Yeah. Well, that, that's why like I loved, and it sucks that it didn't last more than one game. But I loved our freshman team, Coach Boo and Coach K yeah. as our coaches. Yeah. Somehow, some way, how they just say things, yeah. how they just project what they're trying to say, regardless of what they're saying, it just inspir- it, it's yeah. just such an inspiration. I'd like the one day just maybe coach a couple years, you know? Yeah, I will Amen. say, like, I coached Little Patriots for that couple years. Great great experience, and I definitely want to coach football football again it it, it is a, it's just a great feeling being able to teach but these little kids how to play and to wrap it up before i keep talking about emotional things yeah. uh, i just want to say thank you guys and uh yeah absolutely I'd like to get back on here sometime and a good time with you no, dude, yeah no yeah. you can come on whenever you want me and dupes were t- it doesn't matter who the guest is but yeah. it, it is always fun to have somebody else to bounce back and forth because i, I feel like me and Dupes do a good job because I don't think we agree on everything. And that's why I think this podcast, to me, is 
a good podcast to listen to because sometimes he'll say something and I don't agree with and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun to bounce it off. We really appreciate you coming in. Um, go ahead and yeah. shout out social medias and everything, and then me and Doopies will wrap it up. Uh, shout out my social media. Like, yeah, yeah. All right, my Twitter is uh, Deplaga Luke, and my Instagram is Bubba underscore Dupes. Uh, you can see me in public. Call me Big Sexy, aka soon to be Slim Sexy. Uh, <laughs> watch your bitch. I'm coming for. Oh my god. Love y'all. Had a good time. No, man, it was fun. But um, yeah, so I, as you guys heard. <laughs> We're calling this episode 16. Me and Dupes decided we took, what was it, one, two weeks off? I can't remember however long uh, it was. Maybe two. I think it, well, yeah, it was two because we did the one and then we had to do another because of Corona shit. Yeah, so we uh, we decided, we talked. We're going to bring this every week. Um, you know, I, we get, like, yeah. people. Bring your ears, bring some fresh panties because yeah, they're going to get wet. And, and people, people <laughs> like it. Because we, we're just, we're real. We, you know, we, we don't have an agenda. We can talk about whatever we want. And it, it's fun to just have a conversation, which is a lost art that I hope comes back. But and uh, shout out the generations. You come see me whenever you want Absolutely. on the weekends. Amen. These men right here, they come and uh, they have a good time on the weekends. And uh, <laughs> I like seeing people. Yeah, man. And, and come, in, come in and have fun. You know, you don't need to be assholes. That's, people are just dickheads, man. I can't yeah. take it. Amen. But... Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, so me and Dupes are full-time now. Um, we're going to bring the heat every week. We're going to talk about things that people don't want to talk about and are um, intimidated or nervous to talk about. Obviously, we're not perfect even though we look it, but it, uh, it's just, it, it is what it is, man. So, Dupes, welcome to the full-time squad. We're yeah. doing this, baby. We're doing it. We're doing it as always. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JuiceNixon underscore www.thejuiceboxpod.com. I did actually blog today. I updated my seltzer rankings. High noon is the new king. Um, and yeah, just uh, just just listen, man. Come on, if you want to come on, hit us up. We'll shoot the shit. Yeah. Send us out, baby. All right, guys. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Father Dupes. Uh, Twitch, JD Deplaga, and Snapchat, JD Dupes. I believe that's all. And I'll see you guys later. <laughs>